Welcome to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. Today, we come to our final station. We approach the tomb only to find it empty, for Jesus has risen from the dead. For our final station, there will be a short reading, followed by three reflections from different perspectives, and ending in a time of prayer. Each part will be read by a member of our congregation here at St. Nick's. The reflections are from Walking the Way of the Cross, written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. There are images that accompany each station, which were created by Nicholas Markell. These can be found on our website at stnicks.org.uk backslash Holy Week. You may want to find the one for this episode before you begin. We hope that this resource would encourage you during this week, and we pray that wherever you are and in whatever circumstance you find yourself, you would more fully be able to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ this Easter. For more information or resources, please visit stnicks.org.uk. Welcome to this podcast. Both before and after our station and reflections, we'll have a short series of gathering prayers and concluding prayers. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus told his disciples, If anyone become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Once we were far off, but now in union with Christ Jesus, we have been brought near through the shedding of Christ's blood, for he is our peace. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race sent your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, to take upon him flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. We now have our station and our reflections. The 15th and final station. Jesus is risen from the dead. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 16, verses 4 to 8. When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. But he said to them, 
Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Today's first reading is written by Philip North. He is not here. What is the best news you have ever heard in your whole life? Was it the news of a new baby due to be born into your family? Or a cash windfall? Or a win on the lottery? Was it the news of a new job or a new home? However good that news may be, it cannot be as good as the news we hear on Easter morning. The body is gone. Jesus is risen. If you accept that explanation of the events of Easter Day, then everything about your whole life is changed forever. If Jesus is risen, then the things he said about himself were true, and we have been set free to live with him forever. If he is risen, then we are forgiven from sin, liberated from death, and called to share with others in a new and risen life. If he is risen, then the pain and injustice of this world cannot last, and the triumph of love is assured. If he is risen, then this is indeed his world, charged with his beauty and power. Of course, it could all be a sham or a terrible mistake, and the body of Jesus is still in a hole somewhere, waiting to be found. If that is the case, then our lives are sad indeed, brutal, short, and devoid of purpose. But if Jesus is risen, then there is a new creation and we are a new Easter people. If Jesus is risen, we are free. That's more than just good news. It's the best news there can ever be. Today's second reflection is written by Paula Gooder. They said nothing to anyone. The oldest manuscripts of Mark's Gospel end at verse 8. It is an odd and disconcerting ending. Jesus died, and with him died all hope of a world made new. But then a new day dawned, and a young man, whom we suspect to be an angel, announced to the women that Jesus had risen from the dead, and that, for the first time in Mark's Gospel, they should go, tell, until this point in the gospel, over and over again, people were told not to tell who Jesus was. But now this had changed. The women were to go and announce to the disciples that what Jesus had said had come true. But, overcome with terror, they fled and didn't tell anyone anything. The ending is so odd that over history, two alternative endings were supplied. 
a shorter and a longer ending to make up for what was missing. The problem is that they are clearly not by Mark. All we have is this odd, truncated ending. And as we are left in the uncomfortable silence that follows verse 8, all we can do is take what we now know about this Jesus, Son of God, Messiah who died and rose again, and live in the light of it, living in the way that we might wish the women and other disciples had lived, going and telling the good news of Jesus. As we do, it might just dawn on us that this was Mark's point all along, and that we wouldn't know that the women said nothing to anyone if they hadn't told someone eventually. Today's third reflection is written by Stephen Cottrell. There you will see him. I too met him on the road, only it was years later. At the time I was one of those who said I needed to see where the nails had been in order to believe. Yes, I heard the stories that spread like wildfire through dry grass that Sunday morning. The women who went to the tomb and found it empty. The stone rolled away and Mary weeping in the garden, finding him alongside her. And the other two that evening, having their journey turned around when he broke bread with them. And all of them, all that troubled, motley band of clumsy and confused apostles, sheltering in the upper room for fear that what happened to him might happen to them, seeing him, eating with him, listening to him, finding that it was not over, that it was only just beginning. But not me. I had always been on the edge, always skulked in the shadows, and that's where I stayed. I was frightened of walking away from him completely, but also frightened of following him. I just kept looking at the cross, but I couldn't pick it up. Then one day, all that changed. Did I say I met him on the road? No, it wasn't like that. He found me. And when he did, there was such a smile on his face. He said with earnest joy that I was the one he had been looking for. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you were dead, but now you are alive. Transform the torments of this world's sin, that we may see your radiant glory. You were raised from death to life. May the power of your resurrection live in us, that we may be channels of your true life beyond measure. To you, Jesus, who have broken free from the bonds of death, be honour and glory with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. Let us pray for the coming of God's kingdom in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Christ was manifested in the body, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed in throughout the world, glorified in high heaven. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. May God bless us, that in us may be found love and humility, obedience and thanksgiving, discipline, gentleness and peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. This concludes our Holy Week series, but if you enjoyed this podcast, then subscribe to hear more sermons and teachings. For more information about St. Nick's, visit our website at stnicks.org.uk. The readings and prayers used in this episode are from Common Worship, Times and Seasons. The reflections are from the book Walking the Way of the Cross and written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. Published 2019 by Church House Publishing. Copyright 2019 by the Archbishop's Council. Narrated by members of St. Nick's Durham. Original music by Sam Rankin. Special thanks to Philip Alsop, Brandon Hurlbert, and to everyone who made this project possible.